0: Welcome to Blind Date with Knowledge. This is a weekly half-hour talk show featuring Queen's University researchers and scholars. The show seeks to unravel the dynamic world of research at the university by discussing the significance to and benefits of research on everyday lives. I'm Barry Kaplan, the show's host. Blind Date with Knowledge is broadcast on CFRC Radio, 101.9 FM, Campus and Community, Queen's Radio in Kingston located in Carruthers Hall. Today, my guest is Antonio Nicasso. Antonio Nicasso is a professor and researcher in the Department of Languages, Literatures, and Cultures who studies mafia and mafia-type criminal organizations. I underline the word mafia because I'm excited about what we're going to be talking about. It's, It's such a neat topic. He is regularly asked for input on organized crime activities by international governments and law enforcement agencies. He has recently had his his true crime novel, Business or Blood, Mafia Boss Vito Rizzuto's Last War, turned into a television series called Bad Blood on City TV. Hi, Antonio. Hi, Betty. Thank you for being on Blind Date with Knowledge. I'd like to just dive into this this mafia uh, uh, topic, uh, you spent 20 years researching organized crime. Like, how did you do that? How do you g- g- get in? How do you—and uh, stay alive? How does that work?
1: <laughs> uh, unfortunately, more than uh, 20, 20 years, uh, I—, I um, Uh, I spent practically most of my life researching on organized crime. I was born in a town uh, dominated by the mafia. I learned about the mafia when I was uh, six, when the mafia killed uh, the father of a schoolmate. And that was a turning point in my life. We had to choose between indifference and knowledge, many of uh, students in that class choose uh, uh, the way of learning to understand uh, the threat of organized crime and uh, that was uh, the beginning of a long journey I uh, was forced to leave my country in 1989 after a car bomb attempt to my life I first was relocated in the United States and then in Canada and uh, I never stop to ask question and to learn about uh, uh, this uh, topic of uh, great concern. Okay, so let's let's approach the question of
0: your research from a methodological perspective. How do you how do you do this? What's your research design? How do you do the data collection?
1: Yeah, I rely mostly on uh, uh, empirical uh, research uh, using uh, empirical evidence. Um, I I have access to uh, people in the witness protection program. I use a police file. A police Police intelligence uh, court documents, I try to gather information from both sides uh, from the underworld and the upper world and try to um, uh, collect a variety of uh, uh, data uh, without to rely necessarily only on police report and on judicial uh, documents. I would imagine that, you know, confidentiality
0: is a, is a big issue with all kinds of research. In this case, we're talking about uh, people who, like you, have been threatened. Maybe they've taken on new identities. There's all other kinds, of, a whole level of uh, sensitive issues related to access and privacy uh, and, and, and access to police files. That seems like a, a, a almost an in, impenetrable sphere to, to break into. Yeah, I,
1: I learned that... Uh, In order to survive, you can collect the data from both sides, but you don't have to cross the line. (laughs) If I learn something from police, I will never... ...show and share with criminals and vice versa. Sometimes are criminals who approach me with uh, information... ...with uh, a request to sit down and uh, to clarify some issue that I address in my book. And this is uh, uh, unique. I I, I spent uh, um, 26 years in, in, in Italy, in Europe... ...and never had a chance to receive a call from a mobster... ...who asked me to sit down for a coffee. Uh, but uh, in North America it's different... Uh, especially after I increase uh, my visibility in the sense that uh, they always watch me on TV comment on organized crime and also some of them uh, ask me to sit down to clarify it. Uh, and sometimes I feel like a psychiatrist uh, listen to their uh, explanation and justification but it's important to listen to those individuals they have uh, a different perspective and it's uh, uh, a good way uh, good uh, methodological way to take under consideration their perspective too very interesting tell tell me
0: and our listeners about some of the findings that you uh, you've, you've uh, uh,
1: discovered or
0: put together
1: but i um, always uh, um I, thought that uh, the mafia is not a virus and, uh, and it has never been a virus which spread through healthy tissue. Uh, this idea of the alien conspiracy, the idea that uh, everything was brought in North America with uh, immigration, uh, was always a, a questionable interpretation of the reality. I, uh, I learned that... Uh, the mafia and other type of mafia organization are more than just a bunch of criminals. It's the ability to build a tank of relations, of connection. The idea to build a connection to the upper world. That is what organized crime is all about. The idea that they can rely on corrupt, politician they can rely on uh, professionals they can rely on uh, um, 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 uh, police officers uh, can rely on many people in the uh, the so called uh, upper crust that's what the mafia is all about if you uh, see the mafia has just a bunch of criminals uh, you miss the large uh, picture of uh, organized crime uh, they are people capable to build a network of trust and that's what makes them uh, stronger and, uh, and that's what uh, um, it's very difficult to find a solution uh, to fight the criminal organizations in an appropriate way.
0: I want to come back to a phrase that you just used. You said build trust. And I know when you've talked about uh, uh, the upper world, this, this upper... Uh, crossed influence, I mean, there's got to be a difference between having influence and sort of exhortation or, or uh, uh, you know, more, more heavy-handed, more potentially violent influence. Could you talk about that a little bit more?
1: Yeah, when I <clears throat> try to uh, describe to my students what uh, uh, organized crime is all about, uh, I use uh, uh, the molecular formula for water, um, H2O, and I told them that... uh, the two atoms of hydrogen, it's the violence, and it's common to many criminal organizations. What makes the difference is the atom of oxygen, the relation to power, the ability to get in touch with the people of the, in, in the underworld. And it's more than violence. Violence, of course, it's a, it's a resource, but if you don't use another weapon, which is corruption, the ability to infiltrate institutions, Uh, you won't succeed. You don't go anywhere because uh, violence uh, attracts uh, police attention and media scrutiny, and that's what they try to avoid. That's the major difference, for example, between a criminal organization and a terror group. Uh, If uh, you want to find an easy, uh, a simple definition of a terror group, it's criminals with an ideological near. They need uh, media attention. They need uh, the stage of, 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 uh, of uh, media, radio and television and newspaper. Organized crime, it's stronger when uh, they can uh, keep a low profile. They- so, so would you say, so you've distinguished between terrorism groups and, and criminal groups, would you
0: say that all organized crime syndicates, be it Asian triads, do they have the same interest in uh, in influencing the upper world
1: as the Mafia? Of course. Otherwise, they cannot succeed. How can you ship the towns of cocaine if you don't have uh, the ability to corrupt the people in the port, uh, in the uh, shipment of containers? Uh, the, the corruption is uh, the, the key word. If uh, you want to build a sophisticated criminal organization, and if you compare the Mafia, with the Triads, with the the Yakuza, and many other uh, criminal organizations in the world, do you see that they have uh, many characteristics in common? And one of the characteristics is the ability to use corruption instead of violence.
0: Right, right. How is Canada, the police forces uh, in Canada, how, how are they dealing with this? And, and how
1: effective are they compared with other countries? But Canada is uh, the best place to laundry and invest money. Um, Canada... It's the only country in the G7, it's the only G7 country that allow lawyers, uh, notaries, to keep contact confidentials and do not require uh, those professionals to report uh, about uh, suspicious activities. Uh, and, and that's it's, uh, something I call a legal loophole uh, <laughs> because uh, if, uh, if you can uh, avoid any... Uh, um, uh, the, the, to, to, to report the suspicious transactions. Of course, there are some lawyers capable to make deals with criminals. And that's the reason why we have uh, so many real estate property owned by uh, shell company registered outside of uh, of Canada. Uh, Canada is a perfect place to, to, to invest money because... Uh, We still have this idea that organized crime is about violence. When they keep a low profile, when they move money, when they invest money, they don't make noises. When they don't make noise, they don't attract attention. And that's what they like about Ontario and British Columbia in particular. Quebec is a different thing. Quebec is more about turf, about territory, because Montreal is the main port of entry for narcotics in North America. So if you are able to ship cocaine through the port of Montreal, then they can use Indian reservation to send the narcotics to the United States and to the New York market. So uh, there is a kind of a distinction. The Quebec, it's more about territory, about turf. The rest of Canada is more about investment, about laundry money, about uh, keeping a low profile but making huge profits. So
0: if there were one recommendation that you'd make to the Canadian government about uh, being becoming more effective, what might it be? Would it be dealing with uh, the borders? Would it be uh, dealing with real estate? Would to be dealing with the the secrecy
1: issue? uh, To fight organized crime, you have to build uh, intelligence, and uh, we don't have enough uh, resource to build intelligence, to understand what's going on, Uh, and uh, sometimes the government uh, is choosing between national security and and the fight against organized crime. We learned recently by the former uh, RCMP commissioner that they had to drop 500 cases against organized crime because they have to uh, focus and give a priority to uh, the fight of a national security. I don't underestimate the threat of a national security, but you cannot choose uh, national security and not spending or investing resource in the fight of organized crime. And that's it's, uh, the bottom line with our country. The idea that uh, at one point they set priorities and they underestimated the threat of organized crime a nice guy
0: My guest in this episode is Antonio Nucasa a professor and researcher in the Queen's Department of Languages Literatures and Cultures So Antonio, the microphone's back to you
1: now, I like to say that violence is the backbone, uh, but power is the life blood. Uh, that means that the, the evil we are fighting uh, out of us is also among us, inside us. And so there is a gray zone and it's an intermediate area between legal and illegal, an area where there is not only the white and the black, but also many shades of uh, of grey. Uh, a system of a collusion, network of trust, which is the ability to count on a large tank of national resources. That's what the, uh, organized crime is all about. This uh, tank of resources, they are lawyers, charter accountants, brokers, bankers, bureaucrats, politicians, police officers, judges, and labor unions representatives. Without them... The Mafia will have a bean like milk without lactose <laughs> uh, or coffee without coffee.
0: <laughs> very good, very good. Um, if you have a question about anything related to research that you'd like discussed by our guests, or if you have a specific comment about today's conversation with Antonio, please email me, Barry Kaplan at bdwk at cfrc.ca. Thank you for tuning in.